0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: Kramer and Jess.
0: On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day.
1: Mixed 106.5.
0: When your best friend runs out of advice. And your therapist won't return your calls. And how does that make you feel?
1: Therapy with Kramer and
2: Jess. Before you moved in with your significant other, would you want to know this or is ignorance bliss? Let's get into group therapy. Welcome to it. Happy Monday.
1: Uh, Listeners reach out to Kramer and myself whenever they're going through something in their life. And sometimes you just need an outside perspective, someone who doesn't know you. So Kramer and I do our best to help out. And then we turn to you so you can also help out your neighbor.
2: If you ever want to be on this segment, by the way, you can email me Kramer at mix1065baltimore.com. I'm going to keep her anonymous for this one. Hi, Anonymous. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Explain the situation.
3: Um, so basically my boyfriend and I have been together for two years, and his lease is about to expire, and so we kind of were figuring, like, we're always either at his place or mine. We're never apart. It'd be sort of silly to renew it and have two separate places at this point, um, and so, we kind of decided, like, okay, September 1st, he's going to move in with me. Oh,
0: cool. And,
3: like, we're both really excited about it. And so, a little bit of backstory. Um, well, when I graduated Towson four years ago and I moved into this place, mm-hmm. um, I kind of used to have a thing with my neighbor. Oh. Um and <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> because, um, <laughs> and like that you know it was never like a relationship it was just sort of like friends with benefits Mm -hmm. (laughs) pretty pretty convenient you know not a lot of travel time yeah you're Um, single he's
2: single it's convenient it's here it's hall, you
3: know wait does he does he he still
2: live there yeah he still lives there
3: and we're friends Like, like that stopped you know like two years ago obviously before I started seeing my boyfriend yeah and we're like really good friends now but what I'm wondering is now that my boyfriend is moving in with me. Do I need to let him know that, like, hey, our neighbor well, I used to get it on with? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Ugh. Or is that, or is that like not relevant? You know, it yeah. was a long time ago, but yeah. he, he does still live
1: there and we're still
3: friends.
2: Wow. Do you guys
1: like hang out, or is just just kind of in the hallway? You're like, hey, hey, bye, bye. What's like the situation I mean, with that?
3: We we hang out occasionally. It's mostly just like. You know, passing by, but every once in a while, you know, we'll we'll hang for a bit
2: or like watch the TV or you know. But you you swear and listen. We we, we have you in the voice disguiser, so it doesn't matter. But you you have been completely platonic since you've been with your boyfriend now. Totally
3: platonic. Okay. Yeah, and like he's had he's had girlfriends here and there, and you know we've been able to kind of be yeah. like a sounding board
2: for each other, like you okay. know, dating stuff. <laughs> Woo. Um. Phone number is four ten. I think it'd be awesome to talk to somebody right now that used to maybe have a type of fling or relationship with someone from your past, but your past then somehow interacted with your current. Yeah. And then did you let them know about that situation or did you just
1: like is that something you need to do just
2: let it go you know uh 410-583-1065 jess both sides would you tell or would you want to know
1: oh i mean of course I would say something. You,
2: and like, what would you say? That's so awkward. Uh,
1: listen, my whole thing is, let me tell you before you find out randomly from somebody else or something or find out from a situation that's not me. And I would want to know, too. I, I always think, look at it from that perspective. I think, like, your partner deserves to have that information because I feel like it's a bigger fight if they find out they didn't have that information.
2: <laughs> Jess, you already know my stance on it. What's that? You wouldn't say anything. I I'm not going to say anything, and I don't want to know. Yeah. I don't I don't want either way. I don't want either side of that. It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, why even, like, stir that up? This man is moving into your home. Like, what an uncomfortable situation that is. You invited him into your home now. You know, I know it's going to be y'all's home, but, like, why, why add that layer of mm-hmm. discomfort mm-hmm. to a situation he's just getting used to? You know? But I mean, yeah. I think it's going to depend on what people that have actually been in that spot think. But I don't think I want to know. Let's get you on the phone this morning. 410-583-1065. Hey, Lauren from Baltimore. Good morning. Hey. Does it need to be said, you think? I I do
1: think I actually was in a situation where two different things from my past came up with my current boyfriend. Okay. Uh. What happened? Um. So issue number one was I had dated his best friend. Okay.
2: Um, and you just and never I, mentioned it? He knew about it, but it was kind of like we had to clear the air about it. Okay. Like, mm. they're still friends. Yeah. And then issue number two was,
3: right as we were getting
1: ready to move in together, my ex decided to call me up and tell
0: me he was in love with me. Duh. Uh, and so yeah.
2: so your your current boyfriend wouldn't have known this situation unless you told him, right?
1: About the phone call. Yeah.
2: So, and you opted to tell him, and are you glad you did, or did that just cause more chaos between the situation?
3: I'm glad I did, because, like, the way things panned out with my ex, I wouldn't have put it past him to call my boyfriend, mm-hmm. and I would have hated for him to find out about that call from him. Okay. Right.
2: Alright, I see it. I see it. Okay, yeah. That's, I mean it is true. But again, do would we rather just roll the dice and live in our ignorance? Because or, or is,
1: live in that, or have to deal with your own anxiety, wondering if when so and if they would find out and how that would play out if they do so.
2: It's just so blissful over here, though. It really is. Like you just don't need to know anything. It's just it's it's nice. No, it's nice. Um, but I think the, it worked out. I'm glad you called, Lauren. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. 410 583 1065. Like, would you want to know if there was someone in the vicinity mm-hmm. of your living situation that your current partner used to be beneficial friends with? Okay, mm-hmm. that's what we'll call them. Beneficial friends, all right? Nick from Baltimore, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good, man. Do, do they, does it need to be said? Does it need to have a conversation or no?
3: It needs to be said purely just what's saying. If I find out a uh, an alternative way, right? I'm mm-hmm. be pissed.
2: But are you yes. gonna be like, are oh. you gonna be more uncomfortable up front though? That's the problem. I'm like, at least you're rolling the dice and not knowing. Because I mean, I don't disagree with you. Because, so
1: you'd rather be caught off guard than prepared, Kramer.
2: Yeah, really. Because I just feel like if I know, then forever I'm gonna be like, uh, like. But if I, Rocky, uh, here's the thing.
3: The, the risk reward of that. I have cut you off. My, my apologies. No, you're fine. But if you if you find out another way, I will forever look at you like, oh, you thought you could sneak this past me. Mm-hmm. Oh, what what else do you think? Is, what what else is have you not brought up? I thought I was so sick in high school because I would tell my mom like, oh, I'm going to Matt's house.
0: But I
2: would leave out, we're going to Ashley's afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come, in t- come into my home, meet my neighbor. Don't worry about our pa- our history. It's fine. Then then you're looking at every other male neighbor like, hmm. Exactly. And you're like, hey, boy, what's, what's going on with the dude
0: in 6
1: eight? <laughs> 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 hey, he, he, he ever bring up some DiGiorno? With, uh, what's up with that? On your door?
3: Yeah, you ain't exactly.
2: wrong. You ain't exactly. wrong. Okay. All right. I, I see that point of view. I get it. Dude, thanks so much for calling. Definitely, man. You guys have a great day. You too. I, what I'm thinking here, too, though, is we're not hearing from anyone right now that has kept something like that. Yeah, probably for a reason. They want to be low-key. I get it. We got the voice disguiser, though. But maybe like you're in a situation like that right now. Uh, there's got to be one person that can back up my theory that says, listen, it's better. it was better for me to keep that relationship or my previous relationship quiet than to tell my current partner. And like, are you satisfied with that now? Like, do you you, every day do you wake up happy with that or do you wake up with anxiety? Because Jess is over here afraid if I give the advice of like, hey, listen, roll the dice because it's going to make him uncomfortable up front moving into a new situation. Then you're going to be stressed
1: out every time so and so is walking through the hallway passing by your new boo.
2: 410-583-1065. Felicia from Baltimore, good morning. Hi, good morning. How I'm, are you? Uh, doing well. I'm going to end this call with bye, Felicia, so I just want to go ahead and preface with Stop
1: that. Stop it. Aww. That's I'm <laughs> annoying. I'm sorry. I have to. Though. I'm apologizing because yeah. that's so cringe. Just one of those Thank names, you. man. Thank you. It's just
2: one of those names. <laughs> okay, so what do you what do you think? Does she, is she honest or no?
1: No, I think I keep it to yourself. Um, if they ever come outside of the apartment and they happen to see each other, you know, at that point when y'all get to the car, you're going to have a little discussion. Like, oh, you supposed to with them. I, I don't think,
2: see it as a big deal if y'all weren't together at the time. Uh, that's I, thank you. That's what I'm trying to say. But even then, do you have the conversation? Like, I mean, not really. It's just what it is. What it is. It you is what hook it up is. And just, that's it. Well, so I'll you're
1: it gonna, so okay. So Felicia, you're saying I'm not going to say anything if it nope. does come up. Okay, like oh my bad, I forgot to tell you. But otherwise, you would keep that secret to yourself and you wouldn't be stressed out about it at all
2: not at all (laughs) no and i'm feeling the same way i'm feeling the same way (laughs) and honestly like i I don't even think it has to be a my bad i should have told you i think it's just one of those things like i didn't think it would be beneficial to our relationship i just thought it would make you uncomfortable and to me listen there's nothing going on now that's part of my past Uh just like everything else in my past like it's not a threat it was part of my past and like that's it you know
1: have you ever been in that situation felicia um, I personally haven't. I've just been with somebody who's been in that situation. I didn't really care when he told me. Okay.
2: So you, it's, uh, it's whatever. We're adults, you know? Like we're all adults here. <laughs> yeah.
3: Thank you. How close is this neighbor? Is it right next door? No, it's it's across the way, way, girl. It's
2: the one across the way.
3: Okay, I was going to say, if they're going to come out and talk, then that might be an issue that, you know, that at
2: that That's what, what I'm right. saying. Felicia, I need a map door. of the apartment complex. Let me see. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say nothing, though. Okay, there she goes. G- goodbye, Felicia. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good day. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> um, 410 583. You're 12 years old. 1065. Hello, Courtney. Good morning. Good morning. Does she need to say something you think or just keep it quiet? Um,
3: I say, don't say anything.
2: Um, I was actually in a very similar situation
3: mm-hmm. in college, okay. um, we didn't live near each other, but he was one of my really good friends, kind of helped me through a lot of stuff. We hooked up a few times, and then I met my now husband. Um, we've both been at each other's weddings. He's happily married. We both have kids, um, and neither of our spouses are the wiser, and See? I think it's it's been totally fine. Um... I also think my husband is a very understanding person. I think if he found out, he'd kind of laugh it off, like "Are you serious, that guy?" kind of thing.
2: Uh-huh. So it just um, seems unnecessary. It's like, why even put that in my face? So nobody knows yeah. at this
1: point, just you guys. Yeah,
2: just us, yeah. Yeah, and like you're everyone, Everyone's adults. Everyone, everyone's happy in this situation. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, for sure. I also I mean, don't thing- think. It- in that situation, like, wh- like you don't fear he would ever come forward and be like, oh, by the way, I used to blah, blah, no. blah, blah. Yeah.
3: No, not at all. And I also, like, our relationship wasn't vindictive. So I think it probably would be different if, like, her and him were together for a long time and then it was a really bad breakup. Right. Um, but it was just a casual, what What does he have to gain by telling Boom. her now boyfriend, you know? There so I goes.
1: Think, I think he's safe.
2: Speaking the truth. I like it. Thank you so much for calling.
1: Thanks, Courtney. Have a great morning. Now Creamer
0: and Jess Mornings on Mix 106.5 Yo, we're here We're
2: three minutes late But we're here, everybody What's going on? Happy Monday Welcome to your week So happy you're here So thankful you're here Good morning So many things you can listen to in the morning You choose us And that's mm-hmm. like super special We don't take that lightly so It's like a cool community we're building here hope you feel that too as we do this It's like It's me And it's Jess And it's you the sun's not even up and we're just sharing this moment together yeah it's pretty cool uh you want to shoot us a text tell us who you are what you're doing how your weekend was we'll give you a shout out on the radio we call this a six o'clock club 410-583-1065
1: veronica good morning carrie is so very queen pam chuck e hope canton kurt and canton karen good morning mr w jermaine is here our kinder care hey. ladies karen and amber good morning Sexy Dan is here. Yeah. Sarah and Stu. Lori, Danielle at KinderCare in Columbia. Good morning. Um, who else is up with us? Delightful Debbie, Yvonne, Dante, Terrence, Losa Male Nurse. Uh, Dispatcher D, uh, night shift going home. Please get some rest. Yes. LG, the Sassy Scientist. Paul from Parkville. Carol May is here. Grace in White Marsh. Good morning. The Brit uh, and Ivy. Hi.
2: So good to see you guys. 410-583-1065. We're running late because... Nelly Kelly Rowland dilemma might be the longest song on the radio. Oh no way! And like, I look down, and all of a sudden, I'm like, "Why is it three minutes after the hour?" It's funny. I don't know if you've noticed, but it's song, the, outro, song, the outro. Yes, like literally,
1: the beat keeps going because they let they allow you to vibe out, and they let they let it marinate a little bit. And honestly, I miss it.
2: Back in the '90s, we gave. Music in the 2000s, we gave music a chance to vibe out, not and anymore. A chance to breathe, not anymore. I know. That's like in so. Literally, that was like TikTok,
1: a minute and 20 seconds. Bye. That's all you got. I don't like it.
2: I look over and I'm like, oh, the song must be almost over now, right? Because songs nowadays, I'm I'm gonna play Mood here in a second. Two minutes, 17 seconds. Yeah. That's all we need. We're good. Dilemmas, why is that long? And at the end, all they do, yeah, no matter what you but do. But they allow you to vibe. Think about they me, let it in sink you. in. <laughs> We got a show to do, baby. We got time. This is the good old days. Mix 106.5. It's top three with Kramer and Jess.
1: Trending stories in Baltimore and across the nation.
2: All right. That's number three. Go ahead.
1: Over the weekend, state and local officials celebrated the inclusion of the Chesapeake Country All-American Road and the U.S. Department of Transportation's America's Byways Collection. The Chesapeake Country All-American Road was one of 49 new designations to the America's Byways Collection, including 15 All-American Roads and 34 National Scenic Byways in 28 states. So before the All-American Road designation, only part of the Chesapeake Country route from Kent County to Queen Anne's County was considered a National Scenic Byway. And now the new designation is expected to expand the tourism and also economic development opportunities along the stretch of road now. That's cool. That's awesome.
0: Number two.
1: We've got about a month left of summer, and before it ends, Budweiser just partnered with the site homesick.com for a new candle that's supposed to smell like summer, so your house can still smell like it even though it's over and when it's cold. It's called Budweiser Backyard Barbecue, and it's got notes of amber, clove, lemonade, barbecue smoke, allspice, barley, vanilla, and musk. All of that in one candle. So each candle comes in a beer can shaped jar and costs $34. What? And then for an extra 15 <laughs> bucks, you can put a personalized message on the jar. And so you can buy them on homesick.com. But yeah, 34 bucks for a Budweiser candle that smells like outside. One of my
2: friends got me a homesick candle. Mm-hmm. And it was, and they're supposed to be, it's like for homesickness, right? Like, so when I first moved here, my friend sent me one that smelled supposedly like San Diego. Um, oh, really? That's yeah, nice. it's super. It's it's a it's a thoughtful gift, but I gotta be honest. What did it smell like? It, it maybe maybe a smidge of sunscreen would be like the only thing that I could like identify. Pull out of it uh-huh. for thirty five dollars. Because I asked her, I'm like, how much does it cost? Like thirty five dollars. I said thirty five dollars for yeah. a candle. Yeah. So don't be getting got buy some $35 summer
0: candle.
1: But at least this one is in a Budweiser can. (laughs) That's true. Yours was just in like some glass circle (laughs) thing. You know what I mean?
0: Number one.
1: Cameron Diaz does not have any regrets when it comes to retiring from acting. Her last acting credit was actually 2014's remake of Annie and she discussed her decision with Kevin Hart on a recent episode of his new talk show Heart to Heart.
2: When you're the person on the screen, all parts of you that isn't that has to be sort of handed off to other people. Different parts of my life, whether it was my home or finances, to just the management of just me as a human being. Not
1: me as Cameron Diaz. The machine. For my personal, spiritual self, I looked around and it was just like so many parts of my life that I wasn't touching and that I wasn't managing. And now she only does what she can manage to do in a day by herself, which she says is the best feeling. And also the slowdown gave her time to get married to Benji Madden in 2015 and then also welcome her daughter last year.
2: It's a hard business. Yeah. It's from the very little I know about it, like just the inside, how it works. Like it's brutal. Not only is it's the schedule ruling, but yeah, then you have to like be on all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's just a, it's kind of, it's a nasty business. It's a nasty business. You know, like we, we see it time and time and time again now. Yeah. You know, so do I blame her? Absolutely not. No, you I'm know. happy
1: for her. And yeah. I love that she made that decision She's for herself out, and for her family.
2: She it, and that's fine, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. This is Jess, and that was your top three.
2: When is the last time you got your oil changed? Me? Now, I know it's kind of like a basic question, right? But go with me here. Just, uh-huh. just check your little tag, top right, top left of your windshield right now. If when's, they give you one. If they give you one, which they typically do. Like, When's the last time you got your oil change, Jess?
1: Probably just a couple months ago. It's
2: good. Are you, are you pretty good on like the 3,000 mile thing?
1: Honestly, I don't know about the mile thing. Don't know it. I just am like, you know, I feel like it's been a little while. I try to go every so many months because that's how my last car almost blew up. Wait.
2: You just go on vibes where you're just like, eh, now feels like a good time to go?
1: I'll just like look at my bank statement and I was like, when was the last time that I... Kind of, you know, checked everything out.
2: Wow. Just because I,
1: I, I don't want to be in the same situation with my last car. What happened before? My first car was a 1996 Acura Integra. My car seat was actually in that car, so it was a family car. Oh, wow, yeah. And um, it was just one of those where we were always just putting money into it, and then when I got it, same thing. And I just was not aware of how you should take care of a vehicle because I just never knew. And I waited so long to get an oil change that the last time I went and I was about to get get rid of my car, um, my technician, she was like, if you would have maybe like another week or so, your engine would have blown up. Wow.
2: And I was See, like, oh. That makes me so paranoid. Usually, if you know me, I'm a pretty... Uh, I I, I battle two different things. I am like super on top of things, like to take care of things. Typically, I'd be the guy, I'd be watching my odometer 3,000 miles roll around and I'd be like, okay, it's time to go, right? But I also battle the other side of me, which is a smidge lazy Uh and I have to go back and forth in between those two, right? Right. Y'all, I got an oil change the week I got to maryland which was almost a year ago, a year ago yeah. okay and i happened to look up this weekend my car finally came on with a notification about <laughs> do you just wait for the engine light no no i'm typically this is the first time i've ever gone this long but i'm about a thousand miles over when i was supposed to get my oil changed okay uh-huh. so i finally had this little notification pop up in my car that said oil change required mm-hmm. now this was a month ago oh. and I was waiting honestly I was waiting because I had to go get my tags from the, from the dealership and I was like I'm just going to put the two together to save time Yeah, but now they're saying it's going to be two more weeks before you can until do I can it. go get my tags and so I did I eventually went and picked up my tags I'm like I got to go somewhere else I don't think I can wait two more weeks but I don't know cars well enough to know truly, when do you need an oil change? I got screwed one time, not about a car, but about laundry detergent. It comes back together, wait. Because you don't need to use a full cup of laundry detergent, you know what I mean? That's just what they tell you. Uh-huh. They make the cup a lot bigger than how much you actually need, so you'll use more. So ever since that moment, I've always felt like, hmm, do I really need to get an oil change when they tell me to, or can I extend this? Is
1: this theory something you just came up on your own?
2: A little bit. Well, okay. I, just, I just don't want to get got. It's expensive, right? Getting your oil change what 75 bucks, 100 bucks, mm-hmm. you know, to get it done. Mm-hmm. So my question to you this morning, I thought we could kind of crowdsource this answer. Cause I know there's people in the six o'clock club that know all about cars and how they work. How long can you really go or have you gone without getting an oil change and did your car blow up? Yeah, You know, because now I'm like, okay, it's been literally probably 7,000 miles. Yeah. I put 7,000 miles on this oil and I'm like, maybe it's time. I don't know, man. I, I don't want to blow it up. And Jess,
1: I've probably, been, been there, done that, my <laughs> yeah. friend. Uh, trying to let you know right now, not a good idea. Jess,
2: like, I've been through that so you don't have to go through that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, learn from my mistakes, my guy.
2: You want to start texting at this morning? Because I think it'd be interesting for us all to kind of huddle with this one. We got so much show to do, but let's cover this first. 410 583 1065. When's the last time you got oil change or how long have you gone? Here's my theory. There's you. And then there's Disney you. Mm -hmm. And it's it's two different people. Completely different humans. The way that you act at Disney World is... Who you really are. Your true self. (laughs) And listen, that can be positive or negative. Like, mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I'm not the greatest Disney World guy, uh-huh. okay? Like, it brings out some of my worst qualities yeah. because I don't do well with crowds. You
1: don't have patience. I don't have patience
2: for rides. You don't like noise. Yeah. gentle <laughs> <laughs> no noise or fun or <laughs> magic or- If it's too bright, it hurts your eyes. If the sun sun's if out. it's too loud, it hurts your
1: ears. If it's
2: too dark. If you walk too much, you start see. cramping up. <laughs> That's Disney me. <laughs> Jess, on the other hand,
1: yeah.
2: is a magical fairy on the inside.
1: Yes. And it's where I belong. It's it's your people. Y'all, I, I swear I almost moved to Florida yeah, so I could go ready? there every day. <laughs> I said, I need to be here every day.
2: Jess went to Disney World for the very first time. And you have to keep in mind, Jess grew up on the West Coast. So mm-hmm. any Disney interaction she always had Disneyland. was at Disneyland. So this is the very first time now she lived on the East Coast.
1: I just never thought I would make it to Disney World either. I just didn't.
2: And you did this weekend. So one thing that she was paranoid about going into this trip about was mm-hmm. how is her boyfriend, Garage Boy, who... Very subdued person, right? Yeah. Just very chill. Calm. Nothing really gets him excited. Nothing really gets him unexcited. Yeah,
1: if like his tone of voice is the same if he's happy, angry, sad, alarmed. If
2: if it was baskin, if if his personality was a Baskin Robbins, every all thirty-two flavors would be vanilla. (laughs) (laughs) What?
1: No, that's not true. No. <laughs> My man is not that was, bland. That
2: was funny. You got to admit that. <laughs> My one. man is
1: not bland. Okay. He's just calm.
2: He's very calm. So uh, before we get to his reaction of how he handled Disney World, Jess, we were debating one thing on Friday's show, and you need to, to know this if you haven't been to both parks. is if They're different. And I argue with Jess that Disney World is far superior to Disneyland. Now, I grew up on the East Coast.
1: Yeah. You've been out here in these Disney streets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: I want your opinion, though, between the two parks after you went. Yeah. Which one's better, Disney World or Disneyland?
1: Disney World is undeniably awesome. It's crazy. Don't
2: butt me right now. No, no,
1: no it's crazy. Like, is it better? Yeah, it's better. Well, Disneyland always holds a special place in my heart because that's where I've been going the past yeah. 28 years of my life? Of course, that's where all my memories are. But is Disney World like something I've never experienced before and it's just overwhelming? Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Thank you. That's what I need to hear. It's crazy. So let's go to Garage Boy now. This is Jess's boyfriend of a year and a half with his review of how Disney World Jess handled her weekend here.
1: How was your first Disney World experience with me? At first in the morning it was a little startling you drank a lot of coffee
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that combined with your
2: excitedness uh-huh and you're like screaming the whole time like oh my god <laughs> Wow, how did they make this rock?
1: Were you overwhelmed? Were you scared? Like, has a, Have you never seen that side of me before? Kind of expand
2: on that. I haven't seen it in some time. So I thought I was excited. I guess not.
1: But overall, was it cool? Are you, are you scared to go back
2: again? No, I'll go back right now. <laughs> so... It's like you guys passed another relationship milestone together. Yeah. That could have gone not so great. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But it did. You got to go see Jess's pictures. It's fun just to live through her eyes of Disney. Go check out her IG. At
1: JessDoIt, t on IG.
0: Mix It's top three with Kramer and Jess.
1: Trending stories in Baltimore
0: and across the nation. Number three.
1: The state has reported that 79% of all adults in Maryland have received at least one dose of the vaccine. And now Walgreens and CVS announced that both companies have started offering an additional dose of the Pfizer and Moderna COVID vaccines to certain immunocompromised individuals. And this announcement follows the authorization from both the FDA and CDC. Walgreens said people who are undergoing cancer treatment, stem cell or organ transplant recipients, people living with HIV, or those who are receiving immunosuppressive treatments are eligible to receive the third vaccine and people are asked to bring their vaccine card to verify which vaccine they previously received and the CDC recommends people wait at least 28 days after their second dose before getting the third vaccine and our statewide positivity rate is 4.54%.
2: Where is your vaccine card right now? In my wallet. You know exactly where it is at all times? Mm-hmm. I thought I lost it over the weekend I got so panicked.
1: How would you lose it? Where'd you put it? I
2: well because I when I where did I go last? Where did I travel last? Oh, to San Diego. I was like, what? Well, I put it in my backpack. Oh, just... And then I went through my backpack. I was un- finally unpacking from our trip. And I was like, where's my vaccine car? I wanted to bring it. I couldn't find anywhere in my backpack. I'm like, oh my God, It's missing. Luckily, I'd put it in my passport. Okay. So I brought my passport with me too. That's a safe so, place to put it, I mean, I mean, kind of, but... <laughs> also put it on your phone. Mild panic attack in the meantime. Number two.
1: So Live Nation originally said that they were going to leave it up to the artists to decide whether they wanted to require vaccinations or COVID tests to attend shows. But now they have changed their policy. Live Nation announced that, like AEG, they are now requiring all concert, go- all concert goers to show proof of full vaccination or a negative test. um, at their venues and upcoming festivals. And the new protocol actually will go into effect October 4th. This policy will be required for the artists, fans, and employees at Live Nation venues and festivals everywhere possible in the U.S. And those working for Live Nation will also have to be vaccinated by October 4th to visit their offices, events, or venues.
2: Did you hear anything in the news? Because Jess goes through all these stories much deeper than I do. But did you hear anything post-Lollapalooza? That, well,
1: that, that's what Live Nation is saying, in kind of in the reports, is this was the protocol used at Lollapalooza. Right, so, so, because they got a positive um, a response from that, and everything worked well from that, that's why they made the decision to not have it be deciding by the artist, but just in general. I get it. That's what needs to happen.
2: That's good. But, that's a, but it's a good sign, though it kind of makes you feel better about going to these big public events then. Right. If after the first one that we did, it was...
1: It's done safely?
2: Yeah, for sure. Number one.
1: So, in a recent interview that everyone is talking about, Quentin Tarantino admitted, proudly, by the way, that he's never given a penny of his Hollywood fortune to his mother because of what he described as a lack of support of his dreams of a writing career. Uh, More specifically, when he was a kid, she basically told him to give up his dream because it was useless. And you would think that that would make a person and bitter, but Quentin's mom Connie took the high road when someone asked her about her son's comments. Talking to USA Today, she said, quote, I support him. I'm proud of him and love him and his growing family. It gave me great joy to dance at his wedding and receive his news upon the birth of my grandson Leo, and she doesn't wish to participate in this transactional media frenzy.
2: I'd be like, but can I get some money now, though? Like, Damn. We we're debating this on Friday. Like, is that the right thing to do? You know, like mom didn't support your career. Is she owed anything financially? Maybe not owed, but like, does she deserve anything from it? You know,
1: he did help her out when she was in a jam with the IRS. But other than that, other than that, she's gotten nothing. I
2: just hope it's not one of those things you look back on. You are like. When she's gone, you're like, damn. Uh-huh. Maybe I should've but we don't but, but as Jess pointed out, like, we don't know the full story. Right. We're just getting a little snapshot. Like, she could have been a terrible person his whole life and we just don't know. Right. You know? So right. All right. this is Jess and that was your top three. Today is National Joke Day, by the way. Mm-hmm. And uh an honor. We're asking you like what's your what's like the funniest joke you've ever heard? Absolute funniest joke you've ever heard. Sophia Texas said Before I worked in an orange juice factory. Took the squeeze out of me, or took a squeeze on me, and I couldn't concentrate. Get it? Because it's orange juice? I like that
1: one. That's cute. <laughs> we got another one uh, that said, what did the egg say at the house party?
2: What did the egg say at the house party? Excellent break, crack. I don't know.
1: Omelette. Like, omelette. Uh, omelette. <laughs> that's my favorite one <laughs> that I've seen this morning. I love that. That's
2: pretty funny. They. Uh, if you get got a funny joke, the funniest joke you've ever heard, 410... 583-1065. We're going over to, like, science. Like, scientists literally studied, like, what are the funniest jokes ever. Mm-hmm. That's, first off, what a job that is. I know. You know?
1: And how cool to really look into that.
2: And we're talking big universities. Columbia was one of them. I forget. But a couple different big schools, like, study these kind of things. How about this one, Jess? I call this one off to work.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, a guy shows up late to work, and the boss yells, said, so you should have been here at 830. He replies, why? What happened at 830? 830. Okay. Like, like, like you missed something.
1: Yes, 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 yes. It's pretty good, right? Yeah.
2: Uh, all right. So I call this one, uh, Heaven is a Place on Earth. hmm So Sid and Irv, they're business partners, right? And they make a deal that whichever one comes in contact, with, or whichever one dies first, has to come in contact with the living one in the afterlife, okay? Okay. So Irv dies first. And Sid doesn't hear from him for like a year or so, figure there must be like no afterlife, right? Well, yeah. one day he gets a call and it's Irv. It's Irv. And Sid's like, oh, my God, there's an afterlife. What's it like? So, said, well, I, I sleep late. I get up. I have a big breakfast. Then I um, have adult time. A lot of adult time, right? Mm-hmm. Then I go back to sleep. But then I get up for lunch, and then I, I have a big lunch, and then there's more adult time. And then I take a nap and a huge dinner. And then more adult time. And then I go to sleep, and I wake up the next day. Um, and then Sid's like, oh, my God. So that's what heaven's like? Irv says, "Oh no! It's I'm not in heaven. I'm a bear at Yellowstone Park." What? <laughs> Longest joke. That's so long for such a mediocre payoff.
1: And now these are scientifically proven. The science
2: people. Yes, like, like, like a study
1: was done on these jokes. If
2: if you're not cracking a smile, then science is wrong right now. So if you get like the funniest joke you ever heard, you want to text us four ten. 583-1065. And Jess, what I'm realizing by these text messages, and most of them have to do with either body parts or or um, bodily functions. Yeah. Like,
1: Always, right? You yeah. think you
2: like grow out of that over time, but you don't. Mm-hmm. You never do, right? Um, this is from the four four three. She says my this is my son's favorite joke. He's six. What do you call kids on Halloween? What do you call kids Hollow ha- Wieners? Okay, he's six. That's fine. But Jess still laughs. She's I love that. almost thirty.
1: That one's better than the scientifically
2: proven jokes to me. <laughs> I guess it depends on what your maturity level is for these, this right? That's true. Uh, uh, from the four four three says, "What do you call a teacher who doesn't fart in public? It's a private tutor."
1: That's the best. <laughs> yes. Oh, That's boy. the best thing I've ever heard.
2: Melody texted us. She said, "Why are there uh, Why are there only 239 beans in a can of Boston baked beans?" Because if there was one more, it would be 240, 240. Like,
1: like too farty.
2: Too farty. That's awesome. <laughs> like why? We never grow out of the fart jokes. We Th- never do. Thank
1: you for sharing those with us.
2: I don't know why the hot topic right now is how often you are bathing yourself or your children. But in the last week or so, I feel like every celebrity has had to chime in on how many times they take a shower, No, a it's bath. been a trend.
1: Yeah, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis basically started it when they uh, were featured on a podcast, and they basically were like, we don't shower very often.
2: Right, and so then Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard said they agree, and The Rock then chimed in after that. It's, yeah, it's, Jason a-
1: Momoa chimed in, Cardi B chimed in, all the celebrities are talking about I just about
2: don't it. know why it's become the big thing. Well, it turns out, though, that most parents don't actually agree with Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Like, how often do you actually bathe your child? If you want to text in, I'd be kind of curious to see what what your answer is compared to what they're saying now. The Maryland answer is overall. Mm -hmm. Let's see if you fit into this category. 410 583. 106.5. 106.5. Because I'm saying, most people don't. 69% of parents in Maryland with kids between the ages of zero and nine say they bathe their kids more than they bathe themselves. Yes. So Because they're cause, messy. Yeah, because your kids be all like, they're, just, they're touching things, they're eating things. Spilling and things. Spilling stuff. And, you know, just, just not the same. 84% of parents here in Maryland insist that bath time is crucial part <laughs> yeah. of their kids' routines. That's like when I heard Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis say this, I'm like is that really how most parents feel? Mm -hmm. Like, is that what goes through your head? Because I don't have kids and Jess doesn't have kids. But I, you know how like, oh, germaphobic I am? I feel like I would like bathe my kid constantly. Like, I probably give Kiki, my dog, a bath more than I should just because that reason alone. I'm just so freaked out by germs. 35% of these parents admit that actually they're making their kids bath and shower about seven times a week or more. So if you're in this category, 35% of parents in Maryland say every single day is a must. It's particularly true when they are sweaty or when they're smelly. (laughs) Like, when your kid gets to, like, fifth, sixth grade... You know, like, the BO starts to kick in. Like, it's time. I'm just just
1: thinking, like, recess and P.E.
2: 63% of parents are in support of celebrities' approach of less bathing, and 25% of parents are completely against it. So, hang on. So, 69% of parents, zero to nine, bathe their kids more than they bathe themselves, right? Uh, But apparently, there's a lot of parents that are repulsed by this whole celebrity bathing thing all around, right? Uh So, I don't know. Like, which one do you stand? Are you... How often are you bathing your kids? Are you doing it every day, like the you know like the thirty six percent of people? Do you take breaks in between? Do you go certain days without doing it? Like your nieces, Jess, like do they go when you live with them? Was it every day they were bathing because they were, were they were five and seven at that point? Five and eight?
1: Uh, five and yeah, five and eight. Yeah, especially if something, especially if they were like running around, if we went on a hike, if we did like a, a activity, yeah. you know,
2: you got to throw them in the bath, man. Yeah, you got to. Uh, text from the seven three two. I bathe them every day unless excessively dirty. Uh, This is Katie from Bel Air. She says, my almost two-year-old gets bathed every other night unless she's filthy. Mm -hmm. My four-month-old son gets bathed every three to four days unless his neck is really stinky. Uh, He said, a four-month-old is a legit chore. Bathing a four-month-old is a legit chore, which I'm I'm sure it is. So I think it's all over the place. Just reading these, like life gets busy if we don't it's only when necessary I'll typically just use uh, washcloth or baby wipes to like keep them clean like I get it I, I know you're busy I'm just It's interesting to see that it goes literally from every day to every four to five days. And depending on age, too. You know, yeah, for sure.
1: Hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily.
0: And if you think we've earned it, give us five stars.
1: Hear Kramer and Jess
0: live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at kramerandjess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.